Hi friends, jumping on before the start of the episode to ask for your help. Since I started this podcast four years ago, I have been dreaming of a place for us to gather, a place where we can practice some of the things that are shared here on the podcast, a place where you and I can meet gaze to gaze, heart to heart, and a place where we can share our experiences of enriching our lives through the wisdom of the body and expanding our pleasure through the wonder of the senses. I would love to hear your voice and your vision in writing this next chapter of Come to Your Senses. Go to schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey to contribute your ideas, give your feedback on which topics you burn with the most passion to hear about, and let's create a beautiful sanctuary together. Schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey. I will see you there. Hello, and welcome to the Come to Your Senses podcast. I'm your host, embodiment-based coach, Mary Lofgren. Here, we explore how to live bravely and beautifully through a lifestyle of embodiment. You'll hear gems to empower you around mindset, mindfulness, somatic psychology, and neuroscience, as well as beauty, food, style, and the art of slow living to meet your soul through the senses. I am so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Hello, beautiful beings, and welcome to Come to Your Senses. Welcome to today's episode, which is a continuation of a previous episode. So episode 137 was all about how to create a renaissance of radiance. And when I say radiance, what I mean is that sparkle that is emitted when we can see a person's soul visible through their body. So to give you an example of that, I just got a new foster doggy. If you're a listener of the podcast, you know that I frequently foster dogs and Fred is my 10th foster this year. He is the sweetest little creature. And when I got him, he's like a pit bull mix, very underweight. You could see his ribs. He's all white, like a snowball. And when I got him, he was the most traumatized creature I've ever had in my care. And he wouldn't leave his little mat once I got him home. And just, I mean, I was looking in his eyes or I was, you know, looking at his eyes And it was like there was nothing in there, like nobody was home. And then on his first night, he woke me up by, uh, what's the word? Bleeding is what you might say for a sheep. Uh, Meeping is what I call it. (laughs) Meeping because he had had an accident on the floor and he was distressed about it. So I went into the living room, cleaned it up, and I just sat on the couch and I petted his head. And when I took my hand away, his little paw reached out and paw pawed my arm like, more please, 
And it was so precious. And it was the moment where I saw his soul drop back into his body. And now we have just become the best of friends. And every day we make new progress, like his tail doing a full 180 degree wag that happened on, let's see, Monday. Then on Wednesday, he got the zoomies where a dog just gets the uncontrollable urge to run in circles. So that was huge growth. And each day he is just showing more and more of his true personality and his true soul. And the reason I share this story with you is because when we talk about a renaissance of radiance, what we're really talking about is shaping our lives with a fresh start where that soulful quality takes a place at center stage. And so in our first episode, we explored body and beauty as these sources of renewing your radiance. And today we're going to go through the remaining four phases of a renaissance of radiance. These phases are the very structure of the Come to Your Senses Coterie, which is my six-month immersion that starts in January and enrollment closes on December 12th. You know, I was talking to my mom this weekend and she's having knee replacement surgery soon. And she was talking about joining the Coterie And she's historically taken almost all of my programs, but in the last few years has not participated mostly because I've been doing mainly one-on-one coaching. But I asked her like, well, why do you want to enroll? And she said, because I'm ready for a renaissance. Like my knee has really taken me out this year and I'm ready to have a fresh start and fresh priorities. My mom is 81. So it is never too late. We have another woman in her 80s who joined the program. Toot, toot, beep, beep, out to you, my darling M. And coterie means a small group with a common purpose. And that's really important to know because the masterclasses in the coterie are extraordinary, if I do say. They are the culmination of 25 years of professional experience in different areas of the embodied arts. They are truly the chef's kiss. They are my masterpiece. However, they are all centered around things that are intuitive to your body. And the magic of the coterie is having a small contained group in which to dive into and be saturated with the magic of communal practice. I encourage you to go to a lifewellsavored.com. Read the enrollment page. I put so much heart and soul into that page because I want it to speak to the exact woman who needs it, who wants it, and is ready for it. We are now going to dive into our gems on your own personal renaissance of radiance. And so in our previous episode, 
on A Renaissance of Radiance, which was titled How to Cultivate Radiant Feminine Presence, episode 137. I'll drop a link to it in the show notes. Our focus was around the arts of awakening the body and awakening beauty. And today we're going to fill in the next four phases, which begin with awakening the senses. So your body is a garden of delight and it teems with wild beauty and sensory and sensual boldness. There are so many ways to ignite your sensuality that reach so far beyond the bedroom. Here at Come to Your Senses, we redefine and recenter our relationship to pleasure and sensuality, not just as an escape or a source of feeling good, although bring that on, please. I'm not pushing that away, but as a daily nutrient for our mental, physical, and spiritual health, and also as a guiding force for living in a way that feels most true to our soul. One of the episodes that I did this year that I'm so proud of and is a great episode if you're new to the podcast, a great episode to start with. It's called The Art of Trusting Pleasure, and it's episode 111. I'll put that in the show notes as well. And so pleasure, sensuality, the richness of living a life that is devoted to the senses and the way that the soul plays its music through the instrument of the body is an essential part of calibrating our compass in life and moving towards what feels true, honest, and right, and away from what feels wrong, false, or shadowy. You know, I was listening to, I'll never forget this, I was listening to the trial for George Floyd's murder on uh, the radio, it was being broadcast and I was on a road trip. And one of the witnesses who took the stand was the radio operator for the police station. Her name was Jenna Scurry. And even though it wasn't her job to do so, she called what she saw on the camera footage into the sergeant to report it. And her words on the stand were, my instincts were telling me that something's wrong. Something's not right. I don't know what, but something wasn't right. And the attorney general who was grilling her about it, about why she called it in over and over, he asked, why did you do this? You know, looking for a concrete and tangible answer. And she bravely replied, It was just a feeling. And anything that we do to connect to our senses also connects us to our animal body. You know, there's a reason that it's quite literal, the language of, I can sense it. You know, you can feel it. There's a reason why our senses guide us towards things that smell good and away from 
things that don't smell good, like spoiled food, or a partner who's maybe not compatible for you. And when we talk about the sensual, you know, it can be a loaded topic. As someone who's worked in the world of coaching and facilitating experiences for women to explore their sensuality beyond the way in which it's conflated with sexuality for over a decade, I want to be clear that when I talk about awakening the senses and the sensual body, what I'm really talking about is awakening the soul through our erotic energy. And erotic is just another way of saying our aliveness. So my mom was visiting this weekend and my mom and I are TV buddies where <laughs> our favorite activity is to uh, eat delicious food and cuddle up on the couch and watch seven hours of Masterpiece Classic on PBS. Pole dark. That's all I'm going to say. One word, pole dark, run, don't walk. But anyway, so we were doing that this weekend and there's always a point where I cross over from succulent, supple, delicious, comforted, cozy enjoyment to feeling like the odometer of my being has just dipped far below the horizon line. And that was happening. And I swear to God, I think we had been on the couch for six hours. And my mom was getting leg cramps. (laughs) And what happens for me when I get into that state, which from a nervous system perspective is called a dorsal vagal state, which is almost like being too relaxed where the heart rate drops and the body is craving some sort of energy. So that's typically when I crave overeating, especially like eating lots of sugar because sugar will bring my blood sugar up really fast. And I could feel myself, I had dipped below the horizon line. So I said, I'm going to take a shower. And I did a beauty ritual in the shower, which I call polishing the marble. I teach it in the coterie. And it's a way of scrubbing your body through the lens of unconditional reverence. And after being bathed in dead sea salt that was infused with rose and chamomile and jasmine, the heat of the steam. I put a mask on my face. I anointed my body with this intoxicating oil by Kate's Magic. It's called Firefly. And I walked out of the bathroom like, whoa, I am a new person. And that was an example of how I used one of these principles of creating a renaissance of radiance to reconnect with my life force. And I returned to the couch and I said, mom, how would you feel about reading with the rest of our night? I have this adorable book on uh, the holiday of Yule, which is my absolute favorite holiday, solstice celebration. And she was like, sure. And what was so moving about that moment 
was when I get into a dorsal vagal state, I also lose my sense of cognition and choice. So whenever we're in an activative state of the nervous system, whether it's hyperactivated in a state of anxiety, fight, or flight, or it's hypoactivated through this state of dissociation, fogginess, depressiveness, the prefrontal cortex, which is the part of our body that's able to interpret the present moment, it's our thinking brain, it's what comes on board when we feel regulated, that part of our brain literally starts to shut down. And so we can't think clearly. And therefore we lose our sense of agency and choice. And I was really skirting that avenue of feeling like, okay, another episode. Is there any more apple pie? You know, which like, there's nothing wrong with watching a seventh episode or eating more apple pie. These are neutral circumstances. But what's not neutral is the state that I felt in where I felt like I had lost choice. And after I completed a sensory ritual to connect to my body and also to help to raise my energy through pleasure. You know, because when I'm in that state and when you're in that state, you probably know that taking a walk in the brisk cold will revive your senses. You probably know that taking a break from watching television will help get you regulated. But again, when our energy is so far below the horizon, making an effort like putting on your coat to go outside feels Herculean. And so of course you're going to choose the comfort of watching a seventh episode of Poldark. But something like beauty and pleasure is just enough of a crest and an uptick in that sense of energy that because it's enjoyable, doesn't require a huge summoning of resolve to take care of yourself. And so some other ways that you can practice connecting to your senses. I mean, I just toot the horn of beauty and beauty ritual nonstop on this podcast because it is one of my core practices for returning to myself and my soul through a feminine lens. So toot toot once again. And some other ways that you can help bring your nervous system back to a state of baseline, whether it's hypo aroused in that more depressive state, or it's hyper aroused and you're feeling anxious, are some of these sacred tools of the sensual. So for example, slowing down how you walk to feel your feet and lead from your hips. One of the things that I did when I got into the bathroom was I lit a bunch of candles and I looked at my body in the mirror through the eyes of unconditional reverence. And if you're thinking, oh yeah, let me just go do that right now. (laughs) 
<laughs> that is a practice and it is a mind and sensory retraining. But a way to think about it is if you go into an art museum or you walk out onto your porch and you see a gorgeous expanse in nature, there is a natural sense of awe. And your body is also nature. And your body is also art. So even if I'm looking in the mirror and my more critical mind wants to obsess over some detail that is not quote unquote perfect, you know, I'll just use my experience from last night by the glow of candlelight, I can gaze at the rise and fullness of my breasts and think, yes, nature, this body, which houses my soul follows the drum of the same heartbeat that sustains the earth itself. And that is worthy of reverence and of awe. And then one last way to connect with your sensual body, whether you're feeling dysregulated or you just want to have some fun, is to expand and fulfill your lingerie drawer's potential. Putting on a gorgeous piece of lingerie, perhaps brushing some delicious moon dust, you know, those, um, I actually used to have this edible kind. It's a powder that has little flecks of glitter that you can brush on your skin. Placing some silky hair product in your hair to give it a little tousle and adorning the temple of your body with lace and satin and little tiny buttons or soft cashmere and cotton or bamboo. You know, you may be a pajama kind of girl or fella or human. Lingerie with jewelry is one of my favorite ways to clean my house. (laughs) Oh, I'm laughing because I live alone and, you know, I speak to thousands of you every week. And sometimes it's just a little funny that I do these things and they just don't get a lot of airtime, but here they do. So just a tiny nod for your system in the direction of sacred adornment actually physically changes your chemistry. And so anytime you wish to reignite your radiance when like little Fred, it feels out to lunch with no sign of return. Or if you want to build your reservoir of radiance, these are just tiny gestures that have the power to change how you feel in your body, which changes how you think in your mind. And that changes your self-image. Your self-image impacts how you see the world how you see possibilities for the future, how you interpret your past. And so the reason that these are called phases in a Renaissance of Radiance or portals is because this is like a magic mists of Avalon veil that you can part and step into your resplendent natural born magnetism because this world is starving for it. 
and my loves. We're at 24 minutes and we only went through one phase. So you know what? We're going to probably have to make this a series. Next week, we have a very special guest star, the most sumptuous, sexy siren of self-sovereignty and growth, Pearl Noir, absolute burlesque icon. She and I sat down for a conversation recently that I'm so excited to share with you. And then for the rest of the year, we're going to fill out these different phases of a renaissance of radiance. And lastly, I will say that if you enjoyed what you heard in this episode, know that we spend an entire month cultivating a radiant sense of sensuality in the coterie. And in that month, some of the gems that you'll learn are how to give a soul-stirring strip tease for a admirer, whether that admirer is a person, your reflection in the mirror, or your foster dog, how to create a lingerie drawer that you fall in love with, how to use romance, beauty, charm, and delight to create your sizzling self-love affair, and how to bring the art of magnetism into every moment from how you eat and walk and think to how you kiss and talk and wink. So a lifewellsavored.com, there is a $500 early bird savings that expires on December 7th. And the last day to enroll is December 12th. So head over to a lifewellsavored.com and let's make 2024 your renaissance of radiance. Thank you so much for listening, beloveds. I will see you in our next episode. Do you ever wish that you could have a day at the spa with a facial, a manicure, and a massage, but for your own spirit and soul? In a Radiance Renewal coaching session, you'll be given the tools to identify the true blocks to your full radiance and discover how to melt tension in your body and mind to reveal your most luminous light. Sessions are available for a limited time, so head to schoolofsensualliving.com slash radiance or hit the link below this episode.